You're never too old to dream. You're never too old to start over. I've pivoted several times, and now I encourage other people to do the same. Just switch it up. Never quit. Welcome. This is your host, award-winning travel journalist and content creator, Jeff Jenkins. And you're now listening to Inspired 2022, the podcast where entrepreneurs, creatives, and the highly motivated go to be inspired. This includes Y-O-U. We have an amazing show for you today. So Genevieve, take it away. Thank you, Jeff. Today, we're welcoming expert food entrepreneur, Rhonda Sweet to Inspire 2022. Rhonda is a Dallas-based comfort food curator, specializing in unique food experiences around the table for corporate and private events. Her company, Sweet Moses Brands, is dedicated to reconnecting all people to the experience of gathering around the table, making entertaining a joy and not a chore. Rhonda combines her ability to entertain and inspire with cooking classes or demonstrations. Welcome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited to announce that my beautiful mother is on today. I'm so glad that you are here, Chef Rhonda Sweet in the building. I'm super excited, y'all, for her to be here. I'm glad to be here, too. If you're an Inspire alum and you listen to season one, uh, I have my brother on, my younger brother. So I was like, you know what? Let me get my mama on. My mama has done a lot of stuff in her lifetime that is just remarkable. And I feel like her story should be shared on this podcast and hopefully it inspires somebody like you. So you left a abusive relationship where you actually fled from Florida to go to Connecticut and ended up actually still getting back with that person. But then a whole ordeal happened to where we were like, our lives were threatened. And so we were able to once again escape that and we're able to move back to Florida. Even as a kid, that's where I felt like there was a change that happened in you. And so how you went from us being homeless to the success and the person that you became, what was the thing that like motivated you to like, hey man, you know what? I'm going to flip this script and get going. I think first job you had when we came back was you working at like a candy store. Yep. I did several jobs, but to answer that question, the thing that sort of just like made me say, okay, this is the end of this was uh, when my children's lives were threatened. Um, sometimes people don't know about abusive relationships, but your whole mindset sometimes is out of fear and you stay there out of fear. But there was no fear when my children's lives became endangered. So I became that whole mama bear and that was it. And at that point, I made a decision for myself that I was worthy and that I would never allow anyone to treat me in that manner again. I stuck to that and I'm still sticking to that. So that was the changing, um, was my children's lives. Yeah. And so even in that season uh, of us being back in Orlando, what was going on through your mind? Like, was it just like, hey, I just need to try to find a job? What was it during that time that like got you going? Okay. So I needed to give you guys stability. So I wanted to you know, make sure that my children were in a, an environment because I had put them through so much that I wanted to make sure that you guys knew that your mom could provide you all a stable lifestyle. I was very young. I had three children by the time I was 24. 
I was married at the age of 21, I believe. So things sort of moved fast, but I knew I had to provide you all with some stability. So I've never been a person that avoided hard work. So I had like two or three jobs during that time, Jeff. I didn't have a car, so I would take a bus and I could remember it being, I get off from the candy store and then I would go and sit with this elderly lady in the evening and, um, you know, just be her companion in the evening and make sure she didn't fall and all that kind of stuff. But I can remember getting off and it was dark and I had to walk through the neighborhood in the dark. But my whole driving force was making sure that I was able to provide for you all a place to live and some stability. Wow. And so from there, like, first of all, y'all, your mom being uh, (laughs) a person that works at a candy store as a kid is one of the greatest jobs ever. Like I was like, you do what? One year for my birthday, she gave me like this like massive basket of just like all of these different candies. I ate on that for for I don't know how long, but she she was a little uh, candy cop. So she told me not to eat it all at one time So because <laughs> right, that's what kids would do. But yeah, just going from that transition, because I know that you went from that into working for uh, a major food chain. Yeah. And from that major food chain, I feel like it wasn't it was like manjurial at first. And then uh, you started like, but it was like the lower position at the time. Yeah, I started off um, as an assistant manager and I got my first store as a general manager within a year. So what happened was when I went in and I was like, oh, wait a minute, how do y'all map this whole career path out? So my goal from day one was always to become a trainer or a regional manager. Yeah, so just knowing that there was a difference. Like, I didn't know that, like, that y'all had your own goals and stuff like that. And, And like I was saying that this has been a norm the norm was you working. It was never even making that correlations that like, hey, I was very ambitious. And like, and I saw that. I knew you was a hard worker from the beginning. You can see it, man. She used to bring us cookies from the the place that she used to work at when I was in the third grade, y'all. And like, you would have thought I was the coolest guy in the class because my mom would bring in sheet trays of these massive cookies that she would give out for like our holiday parties that we had. So yeah, I was a cool kid because of my mom. (laughs) Yeah. And remember, I used to volunteer at the school and I was like on all of the parent, uh, you know, committees and all of that, all the way through you guys being in high school. So she was on the TV series MasterChef, and I believe it was season two. Um, Correct. What did you learn from that experience? I know this sounds silly, but the first thing that I learned was, oh, it's TV. I had no clue what I was going into. So when I say it's TV, like they're looking for a character or they're looking, they cast you for a certain role. So I didn't know that when I went in. Mm. Oh, that's good to know. And how was Gordon Ramsay? Um, people ask me that all the time. And um, he's really cool. And he wasn't, you know, the mean guy that you see. But when that camera comes on, you know, he goes for the jugular. If you get an opportunity to catch my little outtake, he didn't say nice things to me. <laughs> How has that, like just being on that show, did it help your career and what you were doing even as an amateur chef at the time? Oh my God, yes. So I had resigned my job in uh, my career, like 17 and a half years with that food chain and decided um, that I was going to go do my own thing. But when I got on the show, when all of the contestants came in, because it was uh, out of 35,000 contestants, 100 of us were selected. And so when we sat down with producers of the show and of the network, they said, You don't have to win this show to win. If you make Mm. it on this show, your whole life is getting ready to change. And that was so true. 
So here I am now, maybe like a year later, and I moved to Dallas. And so I'm like, okay, now if I'm not going to work in the field I was in and I'm going to be an entrepreneur, work for myself, all that, what am I going to do? So I started the catering business. That's how I got hired here and being an unknown. They find out I was on the show and I go, you know, I got kicked off, right? And they go, oh, it doesn't matter. So when people would hire me, the host would be like, oh, this is Chef Rhonda Sweet and she's from season two of MasterChef. (laughs) Wow. So it was a game changer for me. Wow. Getting that credit and stuff like that and it did benefit you. Do you even see yourself in a different way? Because how you were saying like people are like, like, well, this is Chef Rhonda from season two of Master Chef. Did it make you like get out of your own imposter syndrome that like people don't even care about you getting kicked off after like the first few episodes? It really did help a lot, Jeff. It opened a lot of doors. So the more I stepped into those that role, then yes, that helped me to become very easy uh, at what I was doing and who uh-huh. I was. So, you know, that. offering the whole experience. But, you know, that imposter syndrome, it loves to hang around for a long time. So just through your years, like what used to be one of your greatest weakness when it came down to like your career and like what you were doing? My head, getting out of my own head, because I think a lot of times we when you have a different language that you speak to yourself, a lot of negative, like you said, the whole imposter syndrome, that whole negative talk. So when I begin to see myself as who I am Mm -hmm. and stepping into those different to those roles and to what my call is, you know, and what I love to do. Once I owned who I was, I think that that made it a lot easier for me to move forward. Oh, I love that. I love that. This episode is brought to you by the Cardia Advisory Group. Is your organization or brand struggling with how to attract, develop, and support culturally diverse teams? Perhaps you are the owner, tenured executive, or rising leader who wants to ensure equity and inclusion, but have no idea what to do or where to start. At Cardia, they specialize in helping organizations create inclusively diverse spaces where people thrive. Cardia Advisory Group is a Black-owned, woman-of-color-led firm that prioritizes institutional transformation and individual activation. Change is both possible and sustainable when industry leaders are willing, equipped, and committed to a new future. Book your consultation today at CardiaAustin.com. Cardia Advisory Group, engineering inclusively diverse cultures, one leader at a time. So, I mean, we have you on the show, so why not give a little sneak peek of young Jeff back in the day? Is there a cool story about me that I might not know of or or you might not have told me before or people might just not have known? I I know you wouldn't remember it, Mm -hmm. but... I think one of my um, fondest memories of Jeff as a little one, he probably was about three. So uh, my best friend had come over to give me a break because I'm a mom of three. So the older one and the younger one were like all game. They were ready to go. But it was like, she was like, come on, Jeff, let's go. He grabbed my legs so tight. And he was like, "Uh (laughs) anywhere. It's just, to see your little face and the way you held on to me, you were like, Mm-mm, I'm staying here with my mom. I'm not going anywhere. That is one of my fondest memories of you as a little one. And so we went, it was a little running joke. Like Jeff was like a little mama boy for a long time. And he loved his mother and he still does. And I, and I love that. And, and one more thing is like, I used to love that um, we taught our children to like 
earn money and to like buy gifts and stuff. So it was so cute. Jeff never, they go to the little store, like little dollar store or whatever with their little money, but he never missed a birthday, a Christmas, a Mother's Day, all of that. And that that lasted all the way till he was like in college. He never missed the holidays. And so he's one of my children that never missed a holiday for his mom. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, you know, I love you. And so I heard this from another friend asked his mom this. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask my mom this one day. I'm continue to grow. Chubby Diaries continues to grow. Um, what lessons have you learned from just my success with what I'm doing? I'm learning from you to be fearless. Go for what you want. No excuses kind of guys. <laughs> so it's like no excuses. You can do this, you know, and being consistent. You're very consistent. And I'm learning that from you is to watch you set a goal, go for it. And you're just fearless. I, I don't know. That's how I describe you right now is um, fearless, Jeff. Oh, appreciate you, mama. Appreciate you. So this is the question that we ask uh, every guest that comes on the show. So the first question is, what are you inspired to do, be, have in 2022? Do, be, and have. Well, right now, I'm focusing on my word. I picked a word for the year. And so that word for me is different. There's a saying that says, you know, the sign of insanity is to repeat the same thing over and over and expect different results. That's what I'm doing this year. I'm being different. I'm being intentional on things. And that's what I'm doing. What I'd like to be, oh, just be the best me and just mm. be myself, just being intentional on what I want, the goals that I set for myself yeah, and, and accomplishing those this year. Mm. What I'd like to have, I'd like to have health this year. So you know that we got injured over the um, last year. And so I'd like to have my whole body in healthy and being in a, a healthy place. So that's what I'd like to have, whole health. No, I love that. And with that health, we got to get you healthy so we can get you traveling. We got that grease yes. trip we still got to take. So uh, I need to get you healthy for that one, my friend. Yes. Definitely, definitely. And so our last question, the one that we ask everybody, can you give us some words of encouragement uh, to the audience? You're never too old to dream mm. and you're never too old to start over. So mm. just go for what you want. Never give up. That's it. Just never give up. I'm almost 60 years old. I've pivoted several times and now I encourage other people to do the same. Just switch it up. Just never quit. I love that. Ladies and gentlemen, Rhonda Sweet. Thank you so much for being here. Is there anything that you would like people to know or like any like things that you would like to promote? Yes, I will be uh, launching my new platform called Fit is the New 50 this year, April the 27th. And it is a uh, lifestyle platform that helps to empower women over the age of 50 to be fit, not only in their health, but emotionally, mentally, spiritually, just becoming a whole person. So I look forward to uh, launching that this year. I love it. I love it. And definitely, y'all, I'll leave that in the show notes. Thank you so much again for being on here. I'll leave Thank her links into the uh, bio as well. And you can follow her on all the major social media platforms. And if you need some good cooking, she is the one to call because she does Thank private you. chef and catering events. So thank you again. And thanks for having me again, Jeff and Chubby Diaries. Wishing you much success. Appreciate you. 
You just listened to Inspire 2022 with Jeff Jenkins, presented by Chubby Diaries. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to stream your podcasts. Catch our next episode on Tuesday at 5 a.m. Stay inspired, my friends.